News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekulder, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you till the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday, folks. With us, a great group of people, as we do every week. This group includes Brad Lawler, who is owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. You can also reach Brad for Team Bugout. And now Home Team is located not only in Louisville, but also in Frankfurt and in Lexington. They've expanded. And they are the number one Home Team Inspection Service uh, eight years in a row, right? Boy, yes, sir. any more is going to pick up the whole show to give all you I know, I know. Thank you can you can reach uh Brad and his folks at 844-411-TEAM. Also here, the very lovely and talented, by the way, Cora Henderson, who is over at Pitt and Frank LLC. And quite frankly, they did a phenomenal job of getting your home closed. If you are in the process of uh, buying a home, you can pick the closing attorney that you want. And we highly recommend Cora and the folks over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys. And also here, my son, Greg, back by popular demand, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And he's actually already out. He's been working out, not working, but working out this morning and heading you back. you got to fit it in. you got to fit it and in you where can. you can. And the, weather, and the weather is so great now. We're welcoming fall coming very soon. So, you know, yes. yeah, good thing. better time to get it back. And if you're thinking about buying or selling, I've got a team of agents who can help you. But also, if you're thinking about selling, I'd love to come out. Talk about the process. It's free, no obligation. You can call me just after the show or anytime uh, at 376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. That's bobsellslouisville.com. A reminder, you'll be able to see a repeat of today's show if you go to uh, our YouTube channel. We make it easy for you, louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com. It's a video version of this show. Let's go right to the questions. We're going to start with Cora on this, ladies first on this. So, Cora, Carol writes in an email that she is about to buy a home. And, folks, anybody who's thinking of buying a home today, tomorrow, next month, next year, or years beyond, this is important. She's about to buy a home. Just heard from her realtor that there are changes coming to the way taxes are going to be prorated at closing. Uh, her realtor wasn't sure about how and when and all this is going to happen. And she's wondering, do we have any information on it, Cora? That's a great question. You know, when this time of year comes around, Greg's thinking fall weather. Yeah. Maybe some of you think pumpkin spice. Some of you maybe think football season. Those are all great reasons. But here in the real estate biz, we think it's tax season and that it is. So uh, most of our Kentucky County tax bills are probably going to come out in October or November. So let's use Jefferson County as an example there for your call-in uh, buyer. So if it's Jefferson County, your tax bill should arrive the first week in November. So that will come like clockwork. It usually don't miss a beat there. You'll get something from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. No, you're not in trouble. Yes, you do have a, a bill there for you. But most of us who have a mortgage, we will escrow with our lender for taxes and insurance. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind now. Now, if you're getting ready to buy a home, and let's say you close in the month of September um, or even in the month of October, that first mortgage payment then would be November 1 or December 1, again, depending on the month you closed uh, in. And that doesn't give a whole lot of time for that lender to turn around and pay your tax bill. So this time of year for tax season, what that means is we do have a change in the, uh, the way we handle things and we will collect, we being the title company that closes it, we will collect the escrow for the anticipated Jefferson County tax bill in my 
scenario. Um, we will collect that at closing, plus a little bit of a cushion because the bill's not out. I've got four kids. I don't want to be stuck paying somebody's taxes. But we put a little bit of cushion in there just in case. And then we escrow for that money, hold on to it for the lender because they don't have time simply that first uh, get-go, that first round of taxes during their year of first year of ownership. And then we pay that for them. So that first tax bill, then they'll They'll hand that off to the title company if they escrowed for it. And the next year and every year thereafter, the lender will pay that seamlessly out of their escrow, just as what I'm sure most of us are accustomed to. But when we run into that kind of mid-September on time frame, it's tax season. That means that your tax bill may go to the title company. It may be uh, shown there on the statement. And certainly after the bill is out, Bob. Okay, so if it's Oldham County, Bullock County, what have you, tax bills come out October 1. If it's after that time, then we will switch the proration. So instead of the seller crediting the buyer at closing for their fair share of their legal ownership of the taxes for the year, it'll be a reverse. Tax bills out, seller pays it, but they get a reimbursement. They get a credit from the buyer for the remainder of the year. So I know that's a lot of good information, but certainly if anyone has any further questions on prorations, tax bills, Always good to give us a call here at Pitt and Frank. Uh, also worth mentioning, if you all don't get your tax bills, that first week when they come out, your county tax bill, that could be a sign that something's wrong relative to title fraud. So another good reason to just stay in front of your real estate professional, um, just follow up if you have concerns that maybe you didn't receive your tax bill, and that might be a clue that there could be some fishiness going on. Uh, hopefully not a fraudulent quick claim deed put to record and someone trying to steal your title, but that's what your real estate professionals are here to do and look out and counsel you on your behalf. And we should point out that in Southern Indiana, it's a whole other can of worms, and uh, we don't have enough time in this show to go into that scenario. That yes. may be another show, so hold on to that. A reminder that, uh, folks, coming up a little later on in today's show, part two of our power outage emergency on how to survive a power outage. And Brad has a very helpful, and the Greg as well, uh, has a website and probably an app from lg that will help you determine what the problems are. Speaking of Brad, let's go to him. And Greg, feel free to pop in on this. Uh, Cece wrote in with this problem. She is thinking of selling her home here uh, in Louisville, Brad from Home Team, but she lives in a densely wooded area. Tree branches kept falling under the roof. She created holes in the roof. She hired a roofer who put some sort of membrane on the roof to prevent the branches from poking holes in the roof. But now there's water condensation coming into the ceiling of her house, apparently from the roof cavity. So you got this. She's got this house. The roofer puts this membrane on and uh, membrane, and she's wondering, did the roofer seal up the ridge vent, preventing the routine of uh, the house attic breathing? Could that cause con uh, condensation? The roofer says, by the way, the HVAC condensation is causing the water stains in the ceiling, not his new membrane roof. And Cece says she's very confused. She wants to know what to do. This could be a problem for a lot of uh, homeowners. Yeah, so this is very similar to what happens when you spray foam your attic as well. The same type of thing happens. Mm. When you remove all of the ventilation from an attic area, so whether you're removing your box vents, whether you're removing the gable vents, or whether you are removing the ridge vent, which it sounds like CC might have had happen there, what you've done is you've taken out all of the ability of that hot air to escape the attic. So the HVAC uh, company would probably be the next ones that they would have to call in um, if the roofer can't make a modification to add ventilation back into that attic space. I don't know exactly what type of membrane uh, they put on that uh, on that roof, but 
the HVAC companies can come in and put in a, a fresh air intake or a forced um, intake into that space in order to allow uh, the condensation, essentially the, the the water vapor that builds up in those attic areas, that be be taken out of that space. Um, because that is that is a problem when you're when you're sealing up an attic, which is intended to breathe all the time. But when it's completely sealed up, it will uh, cause the 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 condensation to uh, build up in the attic, which you know can make for wet ceilings, wet walls, and other staining uh, in the upper levels of the house. So this is a problem, Greg. I'm coming to you on a question about your house, but it sounds like CC's roofer is trying to place blame where on another component when it might be the fact that this membrane that he's put on is too tight and holding the is creating the condensation correct yeah, yeah or he's just yeah he's removed all of the the the, the ventilations yeah. uh sounds like from that from the attic yeah so again cc you may want to jot this down go to louisvilleanswers.com this is where this show will be residing you can play this for your roofer and then they can always reach out to Brad Lawler if they want to get a higher yep. level of uh, information. So yep. there you go. Now, Greg, the reason I want to ask you, you have a fairly new home. Have you ever been up in your attic to see how the insulation looks? More than I'd, li more than I'd like to be just because I'm always doing some sort of wiring and, and extracurricular activities that most homeowners wouldn't do, but I'm comfortable with. And yes, it does have a, uh, not only does it have the side soffits on the the, the lower parts where you don't want to get too close to you might get stuck with a nail if you get too close there um but also the the roof ridge and every home in this neighborhood has it um i would believe that's code correct right i mean i don't know i don't know any uh, that that's a common building practice yes that's i mean how that's how homes are being built right now that's how you know homes are being modified that have older roofs they're going to the same type of you know ridge vent uh, right. because it's very very efficient as long as you can pull air in like you say greg from the soffits you know in your case Good. Well, I should also point out, folks, and our panel, that be careful. If you do go up to inspect just to see what the ventilation looks like, things like that, be careful where you step. Because Greg's brother-in-law, my son-in-law, Robbie, who's also a realtor with us, uh, was up in his attic many years ago to do some wiring and accidentally stepped in the wrong location and put his foot through the drywall in the ceiling. So, yeah, he had to... And, and listen to his, to his regard. He's very tall, so it's hard. I'm I'm much shorter, so it's yeah. easier for me to get around those spaces. Yeah. I used to do gymnastics, so I'm good. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, giving him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rob's yeah. more of a bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah. All right. I give him a little break. All right. A reminder: if uh, you would like to see what our sellers are saying about us, because we actually record. Often uh, at a closing, what it's been like working with us, tips from sellers, you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We go back over to Cora with another question, which, again, this goes from uh, comes from Jimmy, has his house on the market, and he's offering a 2.5% commission to the buyer's agent. He received the contract through his agent for full price, but with the seller... In the contract, it says seller to pay 3% commission to the buyer's agent. So you got that. So here's what, folks, if you're the seller, you're offering 2.5%. The standard is 3%. I would say standard, but everything is fluctuates. And so the contract comes in with saying that the seller to pay 3% commission to the buyer's agent. And this is going to be an issue coming down the road, by the way. We're just giving you a heads up in the months to come. We'll talk more about that down the road. But so anyway, Jimmy says, my listing agent says agents are not supposed to, to negotiate or state commission in the contract. He's wondering, is that right? Is commission ever negotiated in a contract? Cora. Um, 
Well, first of all, Jimmy, that's a great question. And I think in that instance, I would put it in the contract because absent that revision to the commission structure, you're changing, you know, you would want to change that listing contract. So that's not something the buyer's privy to. So the listing contract obviously gets signed well before the home is even listed. And that is going to account, among other things, for that commission structure. So I suspect in that instance that it was maybe three and two and a half or maybe, you know, three and a half, two and a half, not sure what the listing agent was getting, but nonetheless, you made it clear that the two and a half was be being made available to the buyer. Agent. So the only way to change that is for another written agreement uh, to exist requiring that duty and obligation. So whether you're putting it in the sales contract or another agreement, it needs to be in writing agreed to, or else guess what? It doesn't exist. Would you just to give just yeah, to give our, our yeah. listeners some revisionist history? The reason so many agents are apprehensive about talking about commission rates and what's normal and what's not is because of our lovely Sherman antitrust laws, which prevent us to commingle or uh, you know talk to each other instead of standard commission rates. So the, the theory, the thought that all commissions are the same or is that standard, it's really not. Um, it just depends on the percentage of work you do, um, your agreement listing agent with the, the seller, and as Bob alluded to. Coming down the road very soon, um, there's some lawsuits with NAR right now that are dealing with basically how we disclose that. So more disclosure is better. And I'm sure Cora would agree with that. Absolutely. In fact, I think that's probably what we'll see. If I if I had to make a bet in Vegas, I'd say we're going to see more buyer exclusive agency agreements. And I think that that makes sense because the buyer's agents prove a lot of value to their clients in a number of different ways. And so for that to be explained and understood, and then certainly their pay structure uh, commiserated in that agreement, along with the value that they're demonstrating from the moment they start showing them houses and uh, moving forward, certainly within the contract itself and all the different phases. I think, like you said, Greg, disclosure is key. So starting that early in the process, I think I would echo what you said uh, with the lawsuit, the DOJ being involved. I think that's going to be the new normal. And frankly, it might just be in everyone's best interest. More about that in the weeks to come, folks. A reminder, if you'd like to hear about our read about our reviews, you can go to LouisvilleZillow.com and LouisvilleGoogle.com. Of course, says really being the disclosure is important and we disclose uh, reviews from our past clients and current clients. We're going to take a break when we come back. Part two of the power outage emergency, how to survive a power outage. Continuing with us, Cora Henderson over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys, LLC, 895-9900. That's 895-9900. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Brad and his team and also Team Bugout at 844-411-TEAM. My son, Greg, who does our photography and marketing and so much more. And if you're thinking about selling your home, folks, I can very easily come out. We can talk on the phone. We can do an in-person talk about what the process looks like. It is free. No obligation. If you want a list, we can talk about that as well. But you can reach me anytime in two ways. One is at bobsellslouisville.com. Just fill out the form. It will come to me. Or call me at 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. 
Get the team. Get home team. Pip and Frank has been serving your community for over 30 years in real estate closings. And our title professionals educate the real estate industry both locally and throughout the state. Tell your loan officer and realtor to close with Pitt and Frank, where we pride ourselves on being your trusted real estate closing expert. Pitt and Frank, signed, sealed, and delivered at 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekuler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, continuing with us. Cora Henderson over at Pitt & Frank Attorney, LLC. They do a great job at closing. You can pick the closing attorney you want. You can reach Cora and her, her group at 895-9900. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. That does a great job uh, getting rid of any type of pest infestation other than your neighbor. You, you're not going there, mm-hmm. but they'll get rid Working of it. Working on that. Yeah. 844-411. Team is their direct number. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more is with us. And if you're thinking of selling your home, I would love to be able to help you. All you need to do, quite frankly, is give me a call on my cell phone, 376-5483. I can come out. We can talk on the phone. We can talk via Zoom or FaceTime uh, and do a consultation. It's free of charge, no obligation. Again, 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com, all one word, and uh, fill out the form and it'll come to me when you hit enter. All right, so we've been having a lot of power outages. It could be happening a lot more. I just had a power outage at my house again this past week. It didn't last a whole lot, but this is like the third time in two months. So I'm just telling you, we got to be prepared. So a couple of things that we should all be prepared. If it's hot outside, staying cool in hot weather, just as important as staying warm during cold weather. So, for example, drink fluids, plenty of fluids. Block the sun through windows by closing shades if it's hot or if you need light because it's cold outside, open them. Uh, cool down, of course, open windows, cool down, wear a wet bandana around your head, which could be kind of interesting if you're inside and it's getting hot. Use water, take a shower or bath. Cool water will help you cool down. Also, think about cooking outside instead of inside. Put the grill on. That's a good reason not to heat the house up inside. You want to keep your food fresh and safe by not opening the refrigerator because that will immediately help to reduce the temperature. Check the temperature of an with an appliance thermometer once every day with your fridge if you don't have a, an appliance thermometer now's the time uh, the refrigerator should be at or below 40 degrees by the way 40 degrees fahrenheit use coolers if you've got some coolers and put some ice in the coolers or get some ice and put them in the coolers for refrigerated food 
keep uh, everything shut as much as possible and err on the side of caution. You want to make sure that you stock the pantry, keep a three-day supply, and also drinking water, keep a supply of that as well. And in some cases, you may want to think about filling up the tub if that's possible, just in case water goes down. Uh, now, Brad, you've got a, regarding power, you have a website that actually would be great or an app, right? Yeah, well, I think it's both. But if if you just search on lg outage map, uh, what it does is it takes you to a website that actually shows every power outage going on in the LG&E and Kentucky Utility KU system at any given point in time. And you can zoom in on it, and it will actually give you a status report. It will tell you uh, a, the approximate time that the power is expected to be on. It's very accurate. And when the storms come through, it's been very helpful. Unfortunately, my daughter lives in an area with above-ground utility lines, so she loses her power a lot. And we've been depending on that. She was out of town recently when the power went out, and we were watching that to realize, hey, we better go over and empty a refrigerator out because they also have information on their on their website about how long a refrigerator and a freezer can remain safe, um, you know, w- without opening it. Uh, also, really, really a lot of information that LG&E has provided. Uh, good, good, inf- good info to. Uh, be aware of so just do a google search for yeah, yeah. just lg and yeah, yeah yep got it and greg you're greg lives in the community at norton commons where they're buried uh the power lines i take it you don't have any power outages with your house are you? oh, oh 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 you do oh i spoke too soon okay there's a lot of there's a lot of new construction and the, the power lines on the front facing side of the, the perimeter of the neighborhood are all above ground right. um so when and we, we we rely on this website quite frequently and it's updated every 15 minutes and as oh. brad i can echo his, his his words it is very accurate um and i've never had an issue with waiting for power out to come back on and the the read of the uh, estimation being not accurate and you know, and that's this is great because many times lg is the one to blame for this that and the other thing but here's one that they, they're getting right yeah but again and they're up against trees which are taking power lines down and a lot of residents don't want trees cut down because they add to the beauty of the neighborhood and the house so it's a catch 22 we understand that for lg&e all right so brad uh, home team inspection question for you cj wrote in in an email he says he's buying his first house needs to choose a home inspector he's wondering what are the key factors he needs to consider when hiring a home inspector you want to go into a quick list yeah, real quick. I think the first thing that everyone needs to understand, the inspection itself, what you're paying for is the report. So make sure that you look at the that the inspector's sample report. If you don't understand the inspector's report, you're throwing your money away. Next thing to do is make sure that you can communicate with that inspector. Real estate transactions move quickly, and oftentimes information is needed from that inspector. And if you can't get that inspector on the phone to answer the questions, you may find yourself you know, in a position where you can't negotiate any longer. Make sure that you know not only when the inspector is coming out to do the inspection, that's the that's the simple straightforward part but make sure you know when you're going to get the report from the inspector you know home team we deliver the report the same day we do the inspection that's not true of all home inspectors out there so you really need to understand when the report's going to be in your hands um, the other thing too you can check uh, the Kentucky Board of Home Inspectors you can check to see whether or not their license is still active um, the one more little thing that you need to ask is do you have errors and omissions insurance if the inspector does not carry eno insurance if they miss something then chances are you as the buyer are not going to be covered you've got no protection with home team our eno actually covers the agents as well 
the referring agent is covered through our ENO policy. So that's a that's a key consideration. Um, again, not not everybody has it. And then finally, check you know get some word of mouth referrals. Get some you know check the reviews out there. See what people are saying about the inspector. There's about 150 licensed inspectors in the Louisville area. Uh, we all have different levels of experience and different systems backing us up. So you just got to know who you're uh, who you're hiring. And not all inspectors are, in, are created equal. Yeah, yeah no, they're not. And just to key in on that communication piece and a lot of and team size and and all that in this market where inventory is still absolutely below normal and there are absolutely still bidding wars on properties, being able to call that inspection company and have a inspector come out very quickly have the report turned around very quickly, be able to communicate with them and have that will help you win the property. So if you don't know before you're going to look home, you better get with the agent, have a couple, take a look at the word of mouth, see what the reputation is, um, because that's one very, very important thing. It's one of the most important things you need when you're buying a home is getting that inspection. So you know exactly what you're looking at. Yeah, so let me let me take an offshoot of this, folks. This past week, we had an offer come in, and we had an inspection done on one of the homes we have listed. Cora, I want your input on this. Greg, stand by as well. So the inspection repair request, which is a standard part of the negotiating process, came in. And the agent stated one thing with regard to radon to have a mitigation. But then the agent said, see the summary report for all the other items that need to be repaired. Instead of listening, now, in case you're not seeing this video, because if you're listening in your car or wherever, and you're just listening to it, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com and listen to this question. You will see heads shaking. Cora, explain to all of the fabulous agents out there what a, and then listen, folks, for buyers and sellers as well, what is the prerequisite for putting together a repair request of your the house your buyers are purchasing? Um, well, so you have to have a licensed report from a licensed home inspector, right? Um, and so whenever you're making your repair request, I think it probably even starts even earlier than that. Setting the expectation with the consumer, letting them know, generally speaking, we're probably not going to ask for everything on this list. But we do have to be reasonable, use your reasonable person standard. And the inspector will also let you know kind of what's most important. Let's look at safety-related items. Look, let's look at true deficiencies, because oftentimes cosmetic requests are going to be frowned upon. And certainly sending the report or a summary thereof is extremely uh, frowned upon, to say it lightly. I know Greg was shaking his head. I would love his input on that uh, as well. But we want to be very specific. It's okay to use the pictures when we're referring to a particular request and to drop that into our repair request form provided by the board. Um, but but let's not send over the whole report. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from what are you actually asking for, Right, because things get lost in translation. I have been in a closing room um, where the deal was completely put on hold because, um, let's say, there was a disagreement and what was being repaired uh, because the buyer's agent put a summary up and just expected that everything in the summary was going to be taken care of when they weren't specifically asking for certain things to be taken care of. Um, that's more or less negligence on the buyer's agent on that side. We represented the seller. It wasn't us, right. just, uh -huh. just to let you know. Uh -huh. um, but we put a pause to it because we we're saying, listen, you 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 could put the summary in there, but you did you only asked 
specifically for ABC items and contractually we fixed ABC items and just because they're in the summary. And Greg, just to add to that a little bit, you know, it's not only the specific requests that you're making, but the manner in which you would like for them to be repaired. Are you requiring a licensed professional to fix that or will a qualified professional? For for some of these fixes, there may not exist a licensed professional to fix that. So just being able to uh, have the savviness and the wherewithal to um, know the difference in the manner in which you're requesting it to be done. Are you asking for receipts, warranties, so on and so forth? Yeah, the, it's, we are held to a very high standard in our business, folks. I guess for any buyers or sellers who are listening to us wondering, well, what does this matter? This would not be the way we would recommend our team um, put together a repair request. When we do that, it makes us look inferior and it opens us up for problems, which could arise down the road. And Brad and Home Team, I got to tell you, they put together a very accurate request repair, well, a response that we can copy and paste and put into a repair request that works very nicely and is efficient. Yeah, that's all part of our software, the the repair request list. You can pull in the summary and then the agents get to decide, the buyers get to decide what they want to ask for to fund it, to repair it, to replace it or something else. And the agents are available, you know, able to put in other things uh, in there. Maybe they agreed that they were going to replace carpet in the family room. The agents can add that even to our repair request list, even though home inspector would, wouldn't even look at, you know, the carpet in the house. Yeah. It's because it's cosmetic. So, yeah. Right. All right. So, and again, the bottom line is all we want to do is keep our profession as, as professional as possible, as I'm sure all of our people in the industries want to continue to do. We are out of time. It went fast. Our thanks to Brett Lawler, owner of home team inspection service. They come in like a team. You can reach Brad for home team or for a team bug out at 844-411-TEAM. Also, Cora Henderson, who's one of the head honchos over at Pitt & Frank LLC. They do a great job at closing the loan. You can reach Cora and her group at 895-9900. My thanks to my son, Greg, who does our photography and marketing and so much more. Cora just holding the phone up. If you go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, you'll see. And if you're thinking about buying or selling, I've got a team of agents who can help you. But also, if you're thinking about selling, I'd love to come out, talk about the process. It's free, no obligation. You can call me just after the show or anytime uh, at 376-5483. Or you can go to BobSellsLouisville.com. That's BobSellsLouisville.com. We're out of time. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.